0: On this episode of DC On Screen, we are talking about the trailer for Joker. We're talking about Suicide Squad 2 news. That's right, you heard me. Suicide Squad 2. And Gotham's Joker reveal right after this. So put on a happy face.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: others drastically so uh, this is dc on screen every week dave and jason talk about the multiverse of dc properties on film and television but be warned if it's been officially released you
1: can expect they'll spoil it
0: welcome to dc on screen episode 538 i am your host david c robertson this is my co-host jason goss hello um we're gonna power through this and I'm, you know, that's not to say we're not going to, you know, enjoy the conversation or anything, but we have a special episode coming after this. That is the Batman 80th anniversary special. Um, Do want to mention before we get to the news, we got two new patrons this week. uh, The beautiful, the wonderful Travis Hines from Superhero Discussions and our good friend, Dr. Steve from Weird Medicine, uh both, thank you both salt of the earth both salt of the earth wonderful people new heroes and of ours. Uh, new heroes of ours uh thank you so much and because they have subscribed to the uh five dollar tier uh what is that the end alm alm? is that what it's called mm-hmm. uh they get access to all the new content or the or all the uh extra content i should say um we just put up a chasing oh excuse me chasing squirrels episode we're talking about Ghostbusters three. Oh, We're talking there. about
2: okay. You're back. What's the
0: hmm? Uh, just just
2: checking on your health. Just making sure. Oh. You're all right.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, dying a little bit. Uh yeah, every They're gonna day. get access to. They're gonna get access to all the extra content. Chasing squirrels. Uh, we just put up the first episode of that, which is just little tangents that we have in the in the episodes, and that I'm you know cutting out because good lord. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in the new one, we're talking about Ghostbusters three, we're going, we go on a real Ghostbusters tangent. Um, talking about Ernie Hudson as well. Uh, you just put out a Jason's pull list, heroes in crisis number seven, and right. we just recorded a new Jason's pull list. It's like an hour long where that we're talking about, good uh, 40 minutes. Yeah. detective comics, uh, 1000. Right. So we have a whole bunch of stuff up. I think we're like 12, 13 Patreon episodes in. So, uh. <laughs> right go it's over there be,
2: it's gonna be too hard to count very quickly. yeah
0: go 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 check it out guys um give us that sweet sweet dollar mm-hmm. we need it or five dollars actually is what you need to get those five five dollars or, <laughs> or a dollar we'll take a dollar gladly we will but you won't get the extra content right yeah that's we'll, the that's we'll, the rub we'll still take it we'll still take it gladly um so CinemaCon 2019 happened and uh Right up front, let's just jump right in. Toby Emmerich was talking about the uh the future slate. He talked about they, they actually he talked about and they showed footage for Shazam, Joker, uh Shaft, Detective, Pikachu, Godzilla, King of Monsters, all that crap. Um we're only concerned with the DC stuff. <laughs> all that so, whatever. We don't have time. Let's do this. Um he says, in the DC pipeline, we have Birds of Prey, Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman 84, Matt Reeves, The Batman, and he says, James Gunn's Suicide Squad 2. That from Toby Emmerich's mouth. That's it's a good mouth to hear that from. Then he says, opening this Friday's New Line's and DC's Shazam. Um, we also got uh, an idea that Super Pets is in production, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah, still amazing. Um, yeah. Still amazing. And they they had some footage uh, of birds of prey. We they heard uh, and this is just reporting from the uh, the event. But they heard like Robbie says, "I love long titles." It's a girl gang. Um, they had the logo flash on the screen. They had promotional footage with the characters, uh, behind the scenes footage with them uh, filming explosions and stuff. Harley holding onto a car and rolling rollerblading behind it black mask aiming a gun. Uh, and then they apparently ended up with a group of the women walking toward the camera, sort of like guardians did in their first trailer. Um, and then it's Fandango, standard action trailer, but yeah, Fandango reported that the first footage of birds of prey uh, shows that Margot Robbie's or Harley Quinn is not an official member of the birds of prey, but Harley Quinn stirs the pot for the birds. That's what they said. Um, nice. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds accurate. And uh, then there was Wonder Woman 1984 footage where she jumps across the street. She's rising up through the air. We have Jenkins saying Diana is now at her full powers. Uh, Mm. Diana is in front of the Washington Monument uh, cuddling with Steve Trevor while wearing a white dress. Then she whips her lasso in a mall. Her colleague becomes her nemesis in the form of Cheetah. And it ends with a shot of her jetting down the street at super speed. Now this is where we're going to deviate a little bit from the wonder stuff because we actually have firsthand knowledge. Now they've released a Joker poster. Um, and they had, uh, and that was anticipation for the trailer coming out, mm-hmm. which has now also come out. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the poster though has him like looking up. It's like, it has Joker looking up and it says, put on a happy face. That's like the tagline. And I'm going to explain why I love that in a minute. Um, <laughs> But Todd Phillips uh, took the stage at WonderCon to talk about the Joker. He says, "I don't have a lot to say about the film as it's still taking shape, but also because I want it to be a surprise." Most of the chatter hasn't been accurate. I suppose uh, I suppose that's to be expected about an origin story about a beloved character who has no definitive origin story. He says he couldn't describe the movie to w- WB executives. He said, "I it's a tragedy. I think uh, I think if the brilliant Joaquin Phoenix was here, he would agree." And uh, they have released that teaser trailer, or that trailer. I mean, it's pr- almost it's, pretty it's damn a well
2: a trailer. Trailer. I mean, I don't know why they call it a teaser.
0: Um, I love this thing. Yeah, it was. It was pretty. I
2: mean, I was. I'm confused, but in in a way that I like. <laughs> I mean, um, de- I don't mean deeply confused. Like there are whole there are segments of it that are just unnerving, but in a way that I'm like, oh, that feels right. Like the, the stuff with his mom is like, I feel like I'm going to be cringing most of the time and yeah like there's just other shots of just Joaquin doing insane Joaquin things where i'm like oh that's God, that's probably going to be great in the story but i have no idea what's going on right now
0: mhm and in the trailer we do see uh Sophie Dumont played by Zazie Beetz we do see Penny Fleck we do see uh Murray Franklin as Robert De Niro we see Thomas Wayne um we do get to see what looks like Bruce Wayne when he's face to face with the boy behind a gate yeah. And he sticks his fingers in the boy's mouth and makes him smile. That was creepy. Pretty sure that's Bruce Wayne. Pretty sure they're at Wayne Manor.
2: I hadn't thought about that, but that makes sense.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's like him staking out Wayne Manor. Um, oh, my gosh, dude. It's just... There's a lot to love here. So 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 good. Like, Thomas Wayne on television talking about uh, the man uh, hiding behind a mask. And, uh, oh, man. Uh, dude, him giving his mom a freaking bath. Like yeah. there was some very incestuous, some cringy, feeling stuff going yeah. on there. Yeah, um, there's, there's
2: some weirdness there that I've, is is for sure gonna have me squirming in my seat.
0: And then I, he says, "My mother told me I have a purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world." Mm-hmm. Uh, we we did you did you pause it and look at what he was writing on that tablet or on that notebook? Dude, I only had time to watch it on my phone today,
2: so I can only pause it and read the 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 bigger like the, literally the larger handwriting. Hmm. Um. But I know it was like his, his, uh, his jokes. Like he was trying to write a set. Hmm. And uh, the the bottom one was like the hardest thing about uh, mental illness is that uh, people you're expect you to, to behave. Yeah. As if you don't. As if you don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I couldn't make out the jokes. Which is, by the way, a very
2: sympathetic line for me. Like, uh, I, I mean, as someone who has a psychology degree, at least, like it's. Mm-hmm. It's a rough thing, and it's very true. Like I feel like this this movie for a lot of people with mental illness is going to be kind of striking and maybe really close to home.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, I felt bad because people pick on him a lot in the in the trailer. Like I showed it to to Bethany, my wife, and she was like, "I'm kind of rooting for him."
2: Exactly. <laughs> that was the thing I was really excited about. Oh, by the way, my major disappointment was not getting to see Mark Maron in the, in this te- teaser. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It was like the one thing I was like, oh well, okay, I'll see him next time. But the ah, man, it it, I, it did leave me with this whole sense of like, okay, first of all, I want to know what it is. Like, I get, I think I get the sense of what puts this guy over the edge. But seeing this guy as sympathetic as they're as sympathetically as they're painting him, like, I really mm-hmm. want to see when he goes off the deep end. What the hell happens? I mean, we, we do
0: I, get a sense of that, like in that montage where he's just. It looks like chaos, utter freaking chaos in Gotham. It looks
2: like he went into. a it kind of looks like he goes into a subway with a revolver and unleashes hell but which is hard to do with six shots but whatever it, it's, it's enough like you're definitely going to unleash hell on that subway at the very least that subway stop is in chaos um, mm-hmm. but I feel like there are much grander things especially coming with the, some of the set photos
0: yeah there's some political stuff going on there's a whole lot going on in this yeah. in this trailer I, and
2: I wanted, in this movie if, were you curious about this the major I think I already said major but anyway big thing for me was how much time are they going to devote to his downfall versus when he's gone over the deep end? And where does that lead us? I don't I'm, know. I don't know if this is going to be a half and half situation. If it's if we've seen a lot in the trailers already of this is a lot of what goes wrong and the rest of the movie is going to be like, oh, shit, this went way off the deep end. I don't know. I really don't. But I'm curious. And I I like the tone.
0: You know what I was excited to see? Hmm. There was this great bit in there where we see Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta, freaking boy. Nice. We didn't yeah. know he was in it. We he he just he's not on the IMDb. He's not listed anywhere. But nice. uh, I didn't He's you. like a. It looks like a hospital orderly, and he's like while well, while well, uh, oh, Joker's yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. he's trying to sign into Arkham State Hospital, and Henry is looking at him, and Fleck just has this dude this like face on, like he's just like stares at him and goes what, and it's like sort of just like like um, really a sort of pints of what and it's like also really uh it feels threat is threatening oh, yeah. it it's felt like, to
2: me very much like he <laughs> the implicit uh it's very vulnerable was, i dare you to t- to answer this question
0: <laughs> yeah he's like he's like a vulnerable what like what and but also so like like i am an i'm a i'm an animal backed into a menacing. corner it was this, menacing and dude walking phoenix i i don't I don't know how much you know about this guy, but everything I've seen him, and he kills it.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
2: he's great. I've never, never seen any role or any moment of any of his roles where I thought this could be an improvement. But I'm really happy that we're finally seeing all this stuff, because I remember like two years ago when they were talking about it, or less than, maybe slightly less than. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, oh, Joaquin Phoenix might be involved around it. I was getting really frustrated with like, look, just tell me, man.
0: Yeah. This this dude's, like,
2: in real life, this dude's fucking crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a, a... He's he's out there, man. Just tell me, do I need to invest? Like, Part of me was like, if if I don't need to have Joaquin Phoenix on my radar, it would be better for me as a person, emotionally and spiritually, to probably not have him on my radar. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to be on my radar, and it's because he's in a Joker movie, as the Joker, I can get excited about that, so just tell me. Yeah. And um, they refused to for a little while, and then we, we finally got the official word. And now I'm getting to see it. It's like, oh, man, that was worth... That was worth the torment. That was okay. I right, um I apologize.
0: And some of what he was doing here reminded me of uh another movie he was in, The Master. It's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I'm not sure you would I, I you and I would have the same frustrations with it, but I've watched that thing a couple of times now. And he plays opposite um Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I've heard and they are both killing it.
2: Yeah. I've I've heard people say that it was possibly both of their best work. Mm-hmm. Never seen it myself though.
0: It's absolutely worth a couple of watches. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: that's a decent endorsement, though. I'm not even sure I understand this movie, but watch it twice, at least twice.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's where I land on it. Like, yeah, it's 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 a ball. Compelling, semester, man. I mean, it, it's out there. It's compelling as hell, and I well, they've there's been a lot to there's been a lot of conjecture that it's really about um, L. Ron Hubbard. Huh. Or at least was greatly inspired by his life. But, yeah, I don't um, even know the
2: premise of this thing. I have no idea.
0: Uh, is basically Joaquin Phoenix joins a cult run by mm-hmm. um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Nice. Okay. Yep. It's fantastic, though. Like, it's really compelling stuff. Good enough premise. Um, possibly my favorite shot of this trailer mm-hmm.
2: uh, is he's in the elevator with the guy who's uh, having seizures. Mm-hmm. It looked like a seizure. Um, or just, just flipping out. It, I'm not sure, but dude's clearly having a bad day in the stretcher or gurney whatever you want to call it and um there's just this determined look on his face that he's like determined to ignore the situation Mm -hmm. and when you put it over the like put on a happy face music yeah it it was striking as hell Mm -hmm. and like that somehow there was this undertone where like one he's he looks uh, he looks so determined to to ignore it and just no it's okay it's okay be happy you know and uh, on the other hand the it felt like there was this undertone undertone i'm not sure if it was the shot or his, his face or what but somehow an undertone or probably just the background of the joker in general that mm-hmm. it part b of his thought process was that's not me that's not me that's not me that's not me you know yep i'm so and excited was, about it, this it was good it looks great it was good
0: i even i loved i used to think my life was a tragedy but now i realize it's a comedy that good was line good great. line um, over now, him doing the, the
2: hair dye and everything the big reveal of him in the big costume it was,
0: it was a well done trailer yes it was a really well done trailer the thing I love about put on a happy face though and I don't know if you'll remember this I'm sure somebody out there will there is a probably my favorite scene or one of my favorite scenes which there are many in the 1989 Batman movie um, the Smilex commercial <laughs>
3: uh,
0: okay all right, so he goes through his whole spiel. Uh-oh, he don't look happy. He's been using Brand X. Um, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the commercial, he says, and remember, put on a happy face. I didn't remember it till you pointed it out, but yeah, it's still back there. It's the only time I remember ever hearing the Joker say it. Nice. So I'm wondering if this isn't a, a reference to that. Um, it is. It's a good one. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited for this movie. I don't care that it's not DCEU. And also, who's to say it's not? I say no, that, that because, that, I say that, that specifically be because, out. yeah, I say it specifically because if you look at the history of the Joker, like, I keep seeing people complain about, like, well, this isn't really the Joker we love. This is some other thing. It's not connected, blah, blah, blah. We, the timeline doesn't uh, line up. Joker doesn't have an origin. I see a lot of different complaints about this online and don't 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 get it twisted by and large i'm seeing nothing but praise for this trailer but there are a few people that i've seen who were like trying to like speak up and explain why it's a bad trailer because of their preconceptions of the joker and i'm like bullshit and here's why yeah
2: i haven't the joker twitter today
0: yeah the joker uh like in the books and possibly one of the most revered joker storylines the killing joke by alan moore Uh, has an origin story, but also explains to Batman, sometimes I remember it differently. Now, Joker got an origin story, what was it, the 50s, where he was the Red Hood? Mm-hmm. I mean, this shit is not uh, It's not new to give the Joker an origin. 1989's Batman that I just talked about, he was Jack Napier, um, and he fell in the vat of acid. What if he didn't fall in a vat of acid, though? What if it was, you know, the acid of society? What if that's the 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 memory of him falling into the vat of acid was all a metaphor, or maybe this you know movie isn't a real memory? Maybe this is this movie is made up. Either way, it's compelling and it looks cool, and I'm gonna give it a shot. Damn it!
2: Yeah, within the context of the the kind of non-existent canon of mm-hmm. his background, yeah, you can you can play around all day. And there's uh, three things: one, mm-hmm. the DCEU right now is a bit scattered. I think Kamada's got a good idea where he wants to go with it, but there's no reason to think that either A, this movie might not be able to kind of exist in its own place and spawn other movies if it does well enough. Or B, be folded back in later if they feel like it.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think there's
2: if it just stands alone and it's something people enjoyed and it make it it'll it'll make its money. Because it, it was a low budget. Enough people are gonna care about the character. The response today I think showed it. Mm-hmm. Overwhelmingly, not even if it's not overwhelmingly, largely showed it. A lot of people are going to spend money on a ticket for this movie. It's going to make its money back. It's going to be successful financially. Yes. I don't think we have to worry about whether the movie is going to make its bones, and we don't necessarily have to worry about whether it'll be canon. But there are options for it. And I
0: don't. Uh, it's, it is. I feel like it is as canon as any Joker origin story, and that's fine with me. Oh,
2: when I say canon, I mean to the rest of what we've seen in the movies so far. Mm-hmm. It could or it couldn't be, but it, it's it's got its options because there's enough to play with. They can, dude. We can, we can write this in later. You know, if if we want to or if we don't. And it, it's a weird. I'm I think I'm seeing into this. But have you have seen the full size poster of the Joker? I mean, the the like with him with his you know arms leaning back and all that, and the Joker put on a happy face and everything. Mm-hmm. Is
0: that, yeah, I just talked about that. I
2: don't know. I'm saying the fog, <laughs> the fog, and the shape of him. It, it's because it's the Joker, and I looked at the fog immediately and thought that fog looks like Batman. It looks like a little Batson. <laughs> yeah, you I see, see it, it, it though. Yeah, o- I can. Okay, just want to make sure I wasn't completely crazy. Um, as far as far as multiple Jokers go, there's literally a property being written right now by Jeff Johns that's going to be. Uh, published uh, hopefully pretty soon called three jokers it's part of the canon of what they're doing in the books mm-hmm. right now is that there are three jokers and when i say three jokers i don't mean just there are three concepts of blah 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 i mean i, I mean the chair told him there are three jokers
0: mm-hmm. not to mention like, that gotham has even now created the precedent of there being proto jokers
2: yes and like 12 of them <laughs> all so. also played wonderfully like we're getting a great i mean i no disrespect to heath ledger at all and i still love jared leto's joker Leto, Leto. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, it's been too long since we talked about it. I went back to my old ways. Um, <laughs> Don't revert. I still still like that version. Uh, I would take away the damage tattoo too. But mm-hmm. anyway, we've got some great stuff before. But man, they're killing it right now with this guy.
0: Yeah, and you know what? This, uh, yeah, I, this is what I'm gonna say about it. And uh, not only do we have this Joker trailer that just dropped, we've had there are like set pictures and stuff that have popped up. For mm-hmm. Birds of Prey. It is iffy about whether or not Leto is actually going to make an appearance in Birds of Prey. But we have seen the Joker. And it looks like Harley Quinn leaving a leaving a hovel of some sort with, Leto, with the Leto Joker. Hit that version of the Joker in the window. Um, Jared Leto on Instagram posted a story that had a clown face and nothing else. So... <laughs> Some he people think he... that role, man. Yeah. Some people think he might be coming back to do uh, voiceover for like a stand-in and that we don't actually need to see Leto. That's fine. Yeah, you'd have but to pay him less. That's fine. I'll tell you this. His version of the Joker isn't gone. He's still hanging around in the background somewhere. So yeah. right now, and he, I've even seen people saying this, but I've seen people saying, oh, man, we got three versions of the Joker and they all suck. None of them are the comic book. No. <laughs> the comic book version of the Joker is varied. And we have what looks like an amazing Joaquin Phoenix Joker coming. We still have the Leto Joker in canon floating around in the shared universe movies. Yeah. And we have now and I'll jump ahead to this real quick. Gotham, they've released a trailer for for the for Joker in Gotham's uh episode 12 or whatever it is. Um yes, he's mostly bald. He's got some long strands of hair, but otherwise he looks like the freaking Joker, dude, and he had a batarang hanging out of his hand. <laughs> Like yeah yeah, I've only
2: I, seen I haven't I haven't gotten to watch the trailer for that. I only saw some still shots, but the uh, the actual the, the still shot like yo, it's a weird take, man. It is a weird take for sure. Like, like I, they, I don't know of a precedent where he's losing his hair and, or that he's exactly that way acid burned, but whatever, man. There's. They, you know they, what it, they burned him what, in the show so he's going to have some yeah. burns
0: or what what the hair reminded was. me of is that i think what was it brave and the bold where they did the in set forth in the future where he he's like old and he's got like joker junior yeah. he's got yeah, he's got these bald and he's got the strands yeah um something like that i can't, yeah. there was there is there is a precedent for it and i'm not sure i remember exactly which where it is but um, it doesn't matter because like in this tra- it, it looked awesome he looked like the joker and he's in in this trailer he like literally gets hit in the hand with a batarang catches him by surprise he looks down sees the batarang hanging out of his hand and like squeals with delight and laughs like <laughs> we have like it goes the other way too when you say like oh we got three versions and they're not what i like well I'm- there's three different versions and there's a lot to love out of all three yeah and if you can't find something to love out of all three of those jokers and something to be excited about the joke's on you man you need to put on a happy face
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean it's okay to not be completely happy with any of them and still like a little bit of them i'm pretty happy with most of what i've been shown on on all these characters so far by the way was it return of the joker where he had the scraggly hair no.
0: You sure? Okay.
2: Because they had the older version.
0: You're talking about Return- Batman Beyond? No, I was talking about the movie. Okay. Uh, maybe that was wrong. Wait, but the only Return of the Joker I know is Batman Beyond Return of the Joker.
2: Right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's not in there. That's not in there? Okay. Well, all right. no.
2: One of us will rewatch it later and go, that's it, and tell the other one. I think if. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. We'll figure it out later. Help us out, somebody. Yeah. All right. So we've also got. um
2: We're back to WonderCon?
0: Yeah. I think so. There's apparently an animated film that's a top-secret DC project coming. Mm -hmm. I hope it's that Batman Beyond thing that we heard was debunked. But, you know, maybe it's not. We know... Uh, Still got
2: fingers crossed hmm? for Dark Knight's Metal at some point.
0: Mm. We do know that they're planning on something with Cyborg and Superman in the animated realm. Uh, And as I mentioned earlier, Super Pets is is in production, apparently. Right. Uh, Let's see. Peter Safran was talking to IGN. And uh, he was talking about the upbeat tone in Shazam and uh, how it relates to the films that are coming after it. He says, I think that DC has the same idea we do now, which is every movie that they make should have the right tone for that particular character. Shazam is such a fun character. He's all about wish fulfillment. He is fun and funny, and that is the tone that you should have for the film. Aquaman has got a tone, fantastical element. Uh, Shazam is fun and funny. Wonder Woman's got her thing. I like that he doesn't seem to know what her thing is. He's just like, Wonder Woman's got her thing. <laughs> it worked for her. Whatever that thing was. <laughs> he's. Like, I think they realize each tone has to be specific for each movie. Listen, there are certain characters like Batman, like the Joker. That dark tone is perfect for them. It's what you really want to see. So at least they know that. At least they are planning on, you know, variants in their tones. Yeah. Tones to fit their characters. I feel
2: like I can rephrase what he's said. Uh, I'll try. I feel like if they had treated Superman differently, this whole thing would be going very differently. Hmm. Who do you leave out of that? Soups.
0: I don't know. Maybe. It's, it's Maybe that's what he's saying.
2: It's an opinion a lot of people have. It's as valid as the rest of them. It's fine. I, I mean, if I you feel, just, if yeah. didn't like the... Treatment of Superman, yeah. You know, I, I get it. It's fine. I liked it, I but whatever.
0: F- I, I do feel like he's speaking more to the criticism that, or the worry that a lot of DC fans have that now that uh, Aquaman has been a success and Shazam looks like it's going to be a success, everything's going to be like fun and light and funny Super and family and friend. friendly. Yeah. 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 And well, I, I think we got a response with this Joker trailer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's still people that keep up with this stuff who. Have have kind of said, well, I mean, yeah, you do that, you do that, right? But then the rest of it got all weird on you know MCUE and it's just I don't I don't think it's like that. I he described it pretty well. Yeah, it's just it's what he left out, like you pointed out with Wonder Woman. That I'm like, yeah, he didn't say anything about Superman.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think he he rightly knows that that's still a sore spot for the for the studio. What you know, there he doesn't don't bring Superman. In. There's probably a directive from on high if you're being interviewed don't bring up superman don't bring up superman
2: until we figure out what we're doing
0: as i don't think they know what they're doing all right so all, all uh, i'm
2: sure about is they're still trying to figure it out because they know damn well they can't not do something with superman oh yeah that's Absolutely. the only thing i'm sure yeah, about and totally. i'm also damn sure that they're still talking to henry cavill because it, it would have come out otherwise at this point Mm-hmm. But that's all i know that's all I'm, that's all i'd put money on
0: so uh shazam the marketing is kicking up for shazam it comes out tomorrow uh, Yeah. We're recording Wednesday night, the 3rd. I kind of and, forgot completely
2: because uh, we got the early screening and it's like completely slipped my mind that that hasn't actually premiered yet.
0: Yeah. And uh, I will actually put a link to our Shazam review in the show notes so that you guys can go back and if you didn't check it out before or something. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they Robot Chicken. They, they did a Robot Chicken spot with Shazam and it actually features the voices of Zachary Levi and Jack Dylan Grazer. Right. Um They had a lot of like did like sort of a parody of a lot of the scenes in the movie. uh, Where he's got bullet immunity, but the crook can still kick him in the dick. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. It was good. A lot of a lot of fun about like how he's like trying to get beer, and they're like, "I still need to see an ID," and he still can't he still can't buy the beer. Right. A lot of good stuff.
2: He's trying to mind control the guy.
0: Oh yeah, he's trying to mind control the guy. Yeah, that was fun.
2: It was good. It was uh I don't know perfectly robot chicken.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. You guys. Yeah, should absolutely go see that uh, as soon as it's out, which is again tomorrow. Yeah, probably right now.
2: I, there have been a few times that I've wanted to talk to somebody about, like, oh, have you seen where uh, the movie? And I kind of had to stop myself and just instead say, I really need you to go see Shazam
0: when it's out. Yeah, when oh, yeah. it's out. I, no. I'm,
2: I need you to make room this weekend in your schedule and see this movie because I need to talk to you about it next week.
0: mm Hmm.
3: I
2: keep forgetting a not Generally, what yet. I've told people is like, look, just, just go, man. You're going to enjoy yourself. Just fucking go. Go spend $11, $12, whatever the, it's worth in your reach. Go spend
0: the money. Mm-hmm. All right, so this was exciting to me. Jai Courtney told Business business, business Insider nice. that um he is coming back to play Captain Boomerang in the Suicide Squad sequel slash reboot. Whatever they're saying it is this Whatever that ends up being. Which I think I'm just going to start calling it Suicide Squad 2. Good enough for
2: uh, Toby Emmerich. If it came from Toby Emmerich, I'm comfortable with that until further notice. I'm good with Mm -hmm. that. I support you. I also support Jack Courtney coming back. That sounds fantastic.
0: Yep. He says...
2: uh, And if you don't understand how good he was in, in Suicide Squad, I urge you to find the the director's cut with the extra footage of him in it
0: well it's not the director's cut it's an extended cut because the the director's cut has never been seen
2: yeah the uh the air hashtag release the air cut i know i know i misspoke i misspoke find that extra 13 minutes of footage it's completely worth it and it adds a lot to his character
0: Mm -hmm. um he says we're getting ready to shoot in a few months there's not much else i can reveal about it but yeah you'll see you'll be seeing boomerang back for sure I am excited about that. Loved awesome. seeing him. I loved so him in the theatrical So weird get that fact. from
2: Business Insider. Right. Yeah. He, he was still good in the theatrical. It's, uh, I, but I feel like he was one of the characters that, man, he really, that just that little, that f- those few minutes of extra time with him in the 13, was it 13 extra minutes, I think, right? Something like that. Something like that. They, they added a lot for me. All
0: right, so Revenge of the Fans is reporting that, Suicide Squad Two is going to be having supernatural, sorry, trading in their supernatural threat for an alien one, and there's going to be, uh, or there is a casting call for a 20 to 30 year old woman who is comfortable with heavy prosthetics, and the report describes a quote surly, muscular alien woman. No idea what that means. <laughs> surly, muscular
2: alien woman. Uh huh. Is like Big Barda going to be the villain?
0: I mean, uh, Big Barda wouldn't need heavy prosthetics. I mean, no,
2: but you would have to cast somebody that's like seven feet tall. Yeah, I feel like that would be in the casting call, right? Maybe uh, twenty to thirty. Blah blah blah. Oh, by the way, must be nearing seven feet tall.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's I don't been know reported. Who. Yeah, I don't either. I've been trying. I've been racking my brain all day and we'll have to ponder that one. Yeah. Uh, Fan- Fathom Events almost said Fandango. Fathom Events has announced that. The uh, four Batman movies, 89, 92, 95, and 97, the, 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 the Burton and Schumacher films, are going to be uh, back in theaters to celebrate the 80th anniversary. Uh, Batman 89 is going to be Saturday, May 4th, at select theaters, uh, 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Batman Returns Monday May sixth 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. Batman Forever Saturday May twelfth 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Batman and Robin from Tuesday on Tuesday May fourteenth to uh, 4 p.m. and uh, 7 p.m. So if you uh, have any interest in going to see any of those, I might actually uh, I haven't seen Batman in theaters the first one since uh, I was six and I never got to see Batman Returns. I'm I I'm tempted to go see all of these honestly.
2: It is tempting. Uh, the first two is probably where I would. That's probably where I'd call it.
0: Yeah. I th- but you know, think, I, didn't I have, honestly
2: think I saw every one of those on VHS. You know, I don't Batman think I Forever, saw any of them in theater.
0: I remember going to see Batman Forever in theater and it was so packed. We didn't have seats. We stood in the aisle. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. We stood in the aisle for whatever that was, two hours watching Batman Forever. And people were hooping and hollering. People were excited. That was a popular movie. Yeah. It was the height of Batman... uh craze or the secondary batman craze after batman because that was really the batman craze the 89 batman was just crazy everyone was crazy about batman but yeah, jim was carrey was jim carrey that was forever had
2: uh kiss from rose didn't it Mm-hmm. that was huge i mean that ate up an entire summer that song
0: yeah and you two's uh hold me thrill me kiss me kill me mm. uh. That was a big one from that album. I mean that that soundtrack. I, st- I own that soundtrack in a couple of different formats, uh, <laughs> and I'm annoyed that it's not on Spotify. I mean, freaking Nick Cave. They had Brandy. They had you know U two. A lot, of, a lot of big names.
2: Yeah, yeah Kiss from Rose is. Uh, I I still maintain it's a pretty damn good tune.
0: It is. <laughs> and the, the it's one of those songs
2: though where like you can find yourself kind of trying to hum it or sing it sing it alone not thinking about it and then realize you only know like four lines mm-hmm. oh, I mean, only I half of those four lines
0: it wasn't it, not three days ago me and my wife were walking around singing that song
2: that's perfect oh, it's, it's, I love you too <laughs> not the band I want to be clear
0: my pleasure it's the
2: Robertsons I'm talking about
0: um, yeah uh, and then that the whole album ends uh, ends with the freaking fantastic flaming lip song bad day it's just it's such a great album and such so, such a great soundtrack. Yeah, and Jim Carrey's I, a lot of fun in that movie. I know it's it's not a great movie, but Jim Carrey is a lot of fun. <laughs>
2: he is. He is. That was the height of uh, also the height of his Jim Carreyness. Hmm. Um. I, uh, it's tempting. I agree. It's tempting. I, I really do want to try to get eighty nine Batman because I never got to see that one.
0: Hmm. May fourth, man.
2: I'm gonna try to probably work that into my schedule.
0: <sighs> All right. This is exciting news. DC Universe is going to add their entire DC Comics library to the service.
2: Oh, it's huge! That's that is like secretly maybe the biggest thing that we're talking about this week.
0: I am super excited about. I squealed when I saw. Yeah, that. yeah. I thought you'd be happy. Oh yeah! I mean, they are uh, the comics released will include any issue aside from ones released in the in the last twelve months, um, and that's going to be the standard going forward. That's fair. Yeah, but, I mean, all the other DC comics over the past 80 years, pff, yeah, please, I'm really behind. I might catch up now.
2: <laughs> there's all this stuff I've been spoiling for you that you can kind of get back on.
0: Yeah, there's so much. Like, New 52, I'm catching up, guys. I'm going to watch it. I'm have to watch it. I'm going to read it.
2: I, I would is it gonna be all of the it's not just the normal issues right I mean it's gonna be some of the side stuff and I wonder like I how assume. far they've taken it is it gonna be graphic novels as well because some of those have weird publishing rights
0: it well I think most of the graphic novels are uh, come out as individual issues anyway
2: well I mean, a lot of them and then you have like the specifically published stuff like the the true Elseworlds stuff Elseworlds stuff
0: I, I would assume it's all coming I'm assuming it's all coming as well Um yeah, so I don't know what this guy what this means for you guys, whether or not you want this this is you know motivation for you to follow me on goodreads or if this is motivation for you to unfollow me on goodreads, but I am on Goodreads. <laughs>
2: and <laughs> this will be featured heavily going forward.
0: And uh, yeah, I, I might have some stuff to say. The uh, so, thing that
2: uh, Dr. Steve brought this up and um, oh yeah, I, injustice I too is was... ha-
0: injustice is happening.
2: Yeah, I was following Injustice for a while, mm-hmm. and I just, kind of, I just kind of trailed off. It was one of those things where I just kind of forgot, and then the next week I forgot again, and then it was just gone, and that just happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I want to go back, because I was really enjoying the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, if I remember correctly, there's some stuff in there with, like, Mirror Master, and uh, I always enjoy his stuff for some reason. I just love his power. It's so, so weird and, like, strangely me, defined. Man. But... <laughs> Yeah, uh that's that's one of the first things I'm gonna tackle is, is the injustice if that shows up. Mm-hmm. It may have already. I'm not well, I guess I could see, but still, one of the first things on the list. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it will also expand something. Um What's what's that? Our our little pool list thing on Patreon was previously limited by like what I could get my hands on. Mm-hmm. No longer. <laughs> this this will at this point become like uh you can just hop on DC Universe and say, like, Yeah, I just read this. What do you think? Okay, I'll read that.
0: Yeah. I suspect the first thing I jump on is like all any and all Scott Snyder Batman.
2: Oh God. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, did you Which, ever get around to court of owls?
0: Uh, yeah, I read court of owls and I okay. read, uh, zero year. Okay.
2: Um, overall, I'll just say the, the rest of it. Also great.
0: Mm hmm. I wouldn't doubt it. I enjoyed the hell out of what I've read.
2: Yeah. He's ah oh man. That guy, that guy's he's, he's, he's one of the best of our time. Like it's amazing.
0: I'm looking at a copy of black mirror and I've, I think I read it a long time ago, but I'd like to go back.
2: Oh, man. I just looked it up. They've got, I think, all of Injustice on there already. So that's where my time's going to go. That's Mm. where my summer's going. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to watch Stranger Things Season 2 finally, but no.
0: Oh, yeah. You should go ahead and do that. That's that's, that's a good time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoyed the first one. I haven't been able to since.
0: Yeah, well, Stranger Things is not gonna be that long. They're actually they I think they're uh, dropping their third season in the summer, so you can just watch the whole thing. Oh, just go for it. That's yeah, uh,
2: that's a lot. Oh, also this uh, this Friday, and by the way, Fridays right now are some of my favorite. Uh, it's it's like my favorite day of the week for a lot of reasons. Uh, because you know Friday, it's Friday, right? But Doom Patrol. I guess mm-hmm. every Friday night I I get to come home and and finish everything with the baby and make sure everything's cool and then I get my alone time eventually and then I. I I'll just stay up late and watch Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol's I, fantastic. I'll usually watch it again that weekend at some point. Mm-hmm. This last episode just, just, oh Jesus. That was, it. that was one of the best episodes of any DC property I've seen. It made, like top 20 ever. My name is oh, Admiral God.
0: Whiskers. <laughs> that was so good.
2: Uh. Um, like that. I just, I, I kept pausing. It, it's, you know how rare it is? I kept pausing the episode to sit there and think about the episode and how good it was. That's <laughs> that pretty is, great. That was a lot. Like, I literally, alone in my office with the rest of the house asleep a couple of times, just went, oh, god damn it. <laughs> I was so impressed. Mm-hmm. But uh, this
0: Friday in particular, Tick Season 2 comes back. Tick Season 2? Mm-hmm. You know I never saw Season 1. Oh, delightful. I saw the pilot and I was really excited about season one coming and then I never saw it. Like, I just never got around to it. It was delightful. You're going to anyway.
2: really enjoy yourself. It's one of those. When you get to when you get time you're going to have a great time.
0: Alright, so I'm going to I'm gonna jump back into DC News. Oh yeah, we should do that. And I'm probably not going to edit all that out for a Patreon. Nah. That's just going to happen. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Because i got a lot to do tonight. Yeah. Alright, so uh, distressing news for many people. I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm a little curious how this is all going to work out. But Emily Bett Rickards has announced that she is leaving Arrow after season seven, and the Arrow showrunner uh, Beth Schwartz confirms that Felicity's exit will happen before the season ends. Yeah, she said this, uh, her departure is addressed at the end of the season. We kind of knew that she was leaving, and uh, yeah, then, then they knew going into the uh, into the season seven finale that she was leaving, and they asked if she would be returning for the se- the series finale. Uh, and uh, Schwartz was unable to confirm it. She said, I cannot comment on that, which isn't no. a surprise. No. But, um, yeah, dude, Arrow's gotten weird. Last few episodes have not been good to me. I haven't liked the last few episodes. Um, I'm trying to remember the last few episodes.
2: Exactly. Uh, The big thing was Amiko's reveal. Mm-hmm. Amiko, anyway. Well, um, then
0: they, they did the whole flash forward, the entire episode, with like Felicity and, and Mia running around and... Oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, it, I don't think it was as good as what they were leading up to before they got on this little break. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can get behind that. It was better before this se- in the season, but um, it is surprising to know like her her end is coming so quickly. Mm-hmm. But again, hey, they kept saying she was dead, so maybe they're gonna <laughs> follow through with that. You yeah, know, I don't, I don't think so. But um, look in our in our version of events, we think they're gonna kill Oliver too. So that's right. Screw it, kill them all. <laughs>
0: All right, so I have written down here that we, we'll talk about Gotham's uh, Joker reveal. We already did, because I want to make a point. So, moving on. Cool. D- DC Universe released their first look at uh, Breck Basinger's Stargirl. I don't have a lot to say about it, except that, damn, does it look like Stargirl? Oh, yeah. Looks great. Looks great. Looks fantastic. Um, <laughs> no idea what they're could,
2: doing with it other than
0: that, but Jeff John's in charge, so let's do it. Look. I am really excited about that show um, because she looks fantastic. We've got mm-hmm. Luke Wilson coming in as Stripe, and we've got Joel McHale as her stepfather.
2: Yeah. Super Hell excited to Joel McHale.
0: Or not her stepfather. Maybe He's somewhere in there. I can't remember who he was. No, no, no. He was the he was Starman. That's what it was.
2: Yeah, Starman. Sorry. He's Starman. Yeah. Sorry. Shouldn't have followed you down that trail. You misled yeah, me.
0: Luke Wilson is her stepfather. Right. I misled um,
2: you. I misspoke. <laughs> and I was not paying enough attention.
0: It, Damn it, man. I,
2: if if all I knew about that show was it's going to be Stargirl, Jeff Johnson in charge, and Joel McHale is going to come on every once in a while, I would still be all in. Mm-hmm. Like, I would buy the service. I would, spend, I would buy $7.99 a month for that. Easy.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, they have announced Swamp Thing, the date. hmm May 31st. Sooner than we thought. Sooner than we thought. I'm on board, dude. I'm excited about Swamp Thing. That, I've yeah. been excited about Swamp Thing since it was announced. Yeah, a it's one Thing. Hard R. James Wan. Hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Crystal mm-hmm. Reed. I liked her from Gotham. Let's do this. Let's do it all.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine how excited they are. They uh, saying, signed James Wan before that thing made a billion dollars.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> it's got to be. Though a win. to to be fair, that may have been part of his signing on deal in the first place. Is that he would be could have been. You know, it could have been.
2: Of course, kind of like it got announced, like. Way after and before the movie premiered, so it was kind of it was while it was still in production. They were like, "Oh yeah, James Wan's going to do this too."
0: But I I would like to see, I wonder where his contract really started because like you know he's been doing those horror movies for them. I think so. I True. think it was for Warner Brothers. He may have had a deal in place somewhere before there. But all right, yeah, entirely possible. Titan season two. Kieran Walters, Jason Todd confirmed as a series regular for season two. Nice. Excited about that. Uh, he yeah. teased. Robin's new costume, which has been described as having silver and red in it, um, but it was taken down. Like he posted it on Instagram, and then WB shut him the hell down. (laughs) But you know, you tell me. It's always the younger actors that yeah they get excitable,
2: like Tom Holland or something like that. We're like, dude, Mm -hmm. you can't you can't have access to the internet anymore, man.
0: Did have you? Did you hear that bit where like uh, the Russo? I think Joe Russo was saying like. It's like we don't give Tom Holland a script. We yeah. have we have we have Tom Holland reading I can't remember the actual quote. It was like something like we have Tom Holland reading against, uh, against vague characters. We don't let him know who he's talking to or what he's talking about.
2: Yeah. Oh, entirely. I mean, uh Robert Downey does a thing now where he doesn't even apparently he's good at it. some people use this tech and some people don't but he has an actual earbud and he just wears that and people tell him what his next line is so i think mm-hmm. he like reads the script and he, if i understand correctly he reads the script and he knows where the whole thing's going so he knows what he's supposed to be playing but like word for word he just kind of does that on the in, like in the moment mm-hmm. it wouldn't even surprise I'm... me if they just did that and just literally had him puppet the lines
0: that's interesting i haven't heard that i've heard that somewhere
2: i want that to be true because it makes sense
0: all right, our last piece of news the, they released the Pennyworth teaser trailer. Oh yeah, I don't I'll know say a lot this. of what, 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 what. What you gotta say?
2: The show will apparently be very pretty. Mm-hmm. It looks great.
0: It absolutely looks great. Still have Total. no fucking idea what I'm in store. For, what's in store? Um, no idea. Th- this does it feel like I thought it would feel? Which is weird because it does feel very much like Gotham in a lot of ways. Um, oh, yeah, a bunch of like knives being slashed and. British imagery ostentatious
2: costumes and yeah um (laughs) lavish scenery
0: yeah um also it it reminded me a lot of uh the uh some of the newer James Bond movies it reminded me a lot of Casino Royale um I'm already digging the guy playing Alfred he seems fantastic with just his little introduction
2: that's all I've got I I mean
0: I just kind of giggled and was like I really am looking forward to watching this this looks fun as hell
2: I mean, I've got, like, 12 words out of the dude. I'm not sure. Mm,
0: I'm down. I'm
2: down so far. I've got nothing against it.
0: Looks like a lot of fun.
2: But still, I was like, what is it, uh, 13 or 17 seconds or something, and I kind of thought, well, I know as much as I did before I watched that 13 seconds about what we will be doing this season on Alfred
0: or Pennyworth. And we know it's, like, from the people who did Gotham. So, I don't know. It's kind of mind-boggling to me. I've seen some people on Twitter saying, like, well, they're – Fox is canceling Gotham and we're not going to watch Pennyworth if Gotham actually ends. Yeah,
2: dude, that's just that doesn't make any sense. No, that's just
0: any sense at all. There
2: there um, are people that think that DC operates their movies and television uh, networks the way they operate their comics. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, where in the comics they can just shuffle a character over to say the Justice League and cancel his, you know, his uh, his personal run, you know, or, or there are people that think that like the creative control and the creative ideology of what you're doing with these characters that we all love mm-hmm. is somehow taking precedent over how actual business fucking works. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I anyone like I like we can explain that that's not how things really work. But a a large percentage of some of the people that think that way just don't ever look into it anymore and and don't hear explanations of why that's not how this works. So yeah. you're gonna see that.
0: It's just you know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me for a number of reasons. Like, Fox has been really kind about Gotham. They really have. Oh, yeah. They kept it
2: longer than was maybe justifiable.
0: Like, for one thing, I keep seeing people saying, you know, hashtag save Gotham. And they're saying things on on the internet like, uh, it's not right that it's getting canceled. It's, you know, we got to save it. And then they're, like, complaining that, like, the finale is going to be uh, at the same time as Shazam is coming on the same night as Shazam opens. And they... And that most people are saying they're going to go see Shazam and then like come home and, and watch their DVR or whatever of Gotham. And like, what about the Gotham's ratings? Gotham is over. It it doesn't matter. They're burning Gotham off. And also, and, and they the take, evidence would suggest that that is how people have been watching Gotham for five years.
2: Yeah. And networks take the, the plus seven ratings into account. Because of that, it's fine. It's the okay. Plus you seven, can, the... You're allowed to DVR something and watch it. And the reason yeah. it's plus seven in a lot of ways is because, A, a week is a good measuring device on almost any metric as far as entertainment. And two, uh, A, two, whatever. Um, two, you normally try to watch an episode before the new episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of – if you're really into a show, you try to – you just you try to do it before the new one does. It's an instinct. Mm-hmm. So and plus seven and, and streaming, they're paying attention to that.
0: Oh well, Yeah, they are because Plus 7 and streaming has been the reason Gotham has been renewed. If it was based on actual oh, yeah. ratings, it would have been gone after season one. <laughs> it would have made like, it through season two, I think.
2: Because it went from like 13 million, I think, was where it premiered, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, God, it's been years, but I want to say it was around there. And got into it got into like the 4 million territory, but I think that wasn't until like year three. I have to look it up, but yeah. By my count, Fox. Um, I mean, I don't trust Fox for a lot of reasons. Like Family Guy's the my favorite reason not to trust Fox. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they canceled this show that was beloved. hmm And then they brought it back, and they've never taken it away because it stays and it still has ratings. Mm-hmm. It 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 to me was this massive abortion of trust. Um, sure. The same reason the uh, Futurama writers kind of say, like, we didn't, our episodes didn't get released so much as they escaped.
0: Right. And that's that's why I sort of questioned your Family Guy logic, because I was like, there are shows before Family Guy that <laughs> would have been a big waving flag of distrust from Fox.
2: Yeah, but uh, over time, like, Futurama at least made it to another network and still got canceled.
0: I mean, I'm still over here seething over freaking time tracks. <laughs>
2: And we can all go back to Firefly. It's just there's mm-hmm. a lot to mistrust about Fox.
0: I'm like, oh but, yeah, you, oh yeah, you got Family Guy. What about the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr.? You ass. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, but to me,
2: bottom line, like Fox is for the most part a shit show, but mm-hmm. they did treat Gotham really well. Like this show normally would have been canceled long before. I think Lucifer kind of had the same thing going on, but they actually did have higher normal Nielsen ratings. Mm-hmm. They weren't relying on the plus plus uh as much, but they did over just a few seasons deteriorate pretty hard, like pretty hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll also say I this quick, as- quick aside, married with children, the show that put Fox on the map. All right. Got 11 seasons. I'm not complaining about 11 seasons. That's a fantastic run. They did not tell anyone that they were getting canceled. Ed O'Neill, Al Bundy himself, found out he was canceled while sitting in a restaurant eating. He heard freaking people on the table next to him talking about how they canceled Married With Children. He got up, paid for their dinner, and thanked them for telling him. (laughs) That's the kind of shit Fox does. Yeah. Uh,
2: But it's... (laughs) I'll give him this. Fox isn't alone in the, like, canceling somebody with... uh, Basically, no warning. A lot of them do it. Mm-hmm. Um, God, yeah. Again, you want to go back to other shows. But still, a lot of them do that. But mm-hmm. they did. They, they have treated this show with uh, a lot of respect. I don't they, know they why. Have. I think um, I, I have a suspicion that a lot of the people that actually run the network enjoy the show. I really do just suspect that that's involved. Because like a lot of shows don't get a heads up and don't get to run their story. Even though I think they originally said they wanted seven seasons to tell their story. Instead yeah. of, you know, five and a half or five but, or, or four and a half, four and really. a half. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, it got, it got a great run and the whole save Gotham thing. No, save as the save era thing. No, no, They're, no. The creators are done with this thing and no one's walking away mad. No one's walking away disappointed. All parties concerned feel like this is where it should go. And if it just, just, you rarely get this. You rarely get to see a show walk away on its own terms. Please respect that.
0: I mean, if they are talking about like what they're talking about, okay, they were if they said like a lot of the people are saying, Oh, well they're yeah, they're they were planning on seven years, all right. Realize that in the final episode they're doing a ten year jump ahead. And these Save Gotham people are complaining that like, oh, they're recasting um, Cameron by Condova, she's not gonna be Catwoman proper, she deserves to be, this is why we need two more seasons. She was never going to be. They're doing 10 years in the future. She's still not going to look like a grown it, Selena. She's not
2: going to look like 10 years in the future.
0: And also when they cast her, they didn't know she wasn't going to grow. Like She just happens to look like a 15-year-old <laughs> like girl. and She's she like does. 19 or something now. Yeah. Um, or she it, might be that's 18. That's hard to do. And they, they
2: do, but they put a ton of effort into that kind of crap. Like when they cast uh, David, they, they put a ton of effort into like physiologically measuring this guy and saying, no, I think he's going to change. I think he's going to look like he changed. Because there are ways to do that. It's insane. But there are actually ways to look at somebody's features and actually tell them, okay, well, uh, this guy's features indicate that his nose is going to get X amount bigger and whatever. mm -hmm. Again, stupid insane. Like, you'd have to go ask a plastic surgeon about how this whole whole thing works, but I've heard that it's a thing.
0: I'll say this, though, about the people who are saying they're going to boycott Pennyworth because Gotham doesn't get extra seasons or whatever. Um uh, I mean, some of these people are going over to Pennyworth, um, I imagine, or are working at the same time. It just, you know, it reminds me of. It reminds me of that line from High Fidelity with John Cusack and Jack Black, where Jack Black is talking to the guy in the uh, in the in the record store, and the guy was talking about how there are no more no more Echo in the men albums, mm-hmm. and freaking Jack Black goes, "What about the Jesus and Mary Chain?" He's like, "Well, I always thought they were." He's like, "You always thought they were what? They were always really great, is what they always seemed." He's like you're over here whining about no more Echo and the Bunny Man, but you're not. You don't own <laughs> the Jesus and Mary chain. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> 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 that's what. That's kind of how I feel. Like, yeah, it's from the same people uh, as as far as the executive producers, and maybe some of those people will end up getting transferred over because that happens. Probably will. Some I, I like you're in
2: uh, in the WB universe. I hear there's a lot of people that just kind of stay in Vancouver because there's always going to be work there working on the CW stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't like There are people anyone. that
2: apparently, there are people that Stephen Amell works with now that apparently uh, he was worried or, or he was concerned about his relationship with them because of like Tom Willing back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, that he's inherited certain <laughs> certain problems that are, well, certain problems that apparently Tom Willing created because he was fucking tired. <laughs> because you got to sleep three and a half hours a night for a little while there and
0: yeah well anyway. uh it is interesting to to think about a lot of these people on twitter i wonder how they would view something like misery like if they watched misery would they see her as the hero of this tale like <laughs> no. uh, yeah you tell him, you break that man's legs for killing off your character <laughs> i don't know
2: Some of the people, not all, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of valid complaints you can make about all of this stuff. But then you run across certain people and you're like, you wouldn't so much as read that book, would you? You got no background here.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why I said watch. Yeah. (laughs) Watch Kathy Bates in Misery. I don't expect you to read a book. God forbid. But
2: Man, there's a few of them that, yeah, just, it's, it's part of the, uh, interconnected nature of how things work today it's you can and i did that with twitter a lot today like just reading down it, it today was rough because mm-hmm. there was a lot of a lot of stuff going on and it was just it was uh a field of hot takes that sounds right surrounded by a sea of people going oh this looks fun but today in particular i couldn't see the forest for the trees i was like i just don't want to be on twitter today fuck this <laughs> closed it and didn't open it again i've,
0: I've I'll try had it a tomorrow. couple I've had a couple of weeks where it's been more and more, happening more and more, that I kind of pop on a Twitter and go, eh, and move off. Like, just, I don't know.
2: It can, it can go that way. Every now and then I'll, I'll, it's exciting and fun and engaging, and then some days I'm just like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this at all.
0: And say what you will about Twitter, Facebook is worse, I think.
2: Depends. Depends on the day. I swear it depends on the day. And well, the amount of funny dog memes, because you can find those more on Facebook.
0: I mean, in, in terms of fandom. I know, uh, I know. Yeah.
2: but at least on facebook sometimes i can scroll down and be like oh this is terrible and then uh, and then a dog will make me laugh and i'm like okay this is i can survive another few seconds
0: you know i i pretty much had to just leave most of the the dc based groups that i was a part of on facebook just because i couldn't scroll without seeing like the 37th argument for why christian bale was a better batman than batfleck it's like that's all those guys talk about is like which one was your favorite batman well you're wrong (laughs) <laughs> yeah
2: i don't know yeah anyway it can be tiresome
0: let's 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 end this episode we're on patreon patreon.com slash dc on screen we are coming right back you're gonna get two episodes from us we'll probably post this one uh and then the uh 80th anniversary of batman episode the next day so you should have something to look forward to tomorrow unless you're behind in which case it's probably already there and we'll have some new patreon stuff probably tonight or the next day. Yay. All good guesses. We love you guys. Keep some DC on your screen. Bye. Our opening narration was from Dan Juergens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time tv show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching what your friends are watching and where you all left off dc on screen is a maladjusted production visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and jason including sketch comedy and improvised web series vlogs parodies and more are you
1: maladjusted